shit 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 show it's a fucking shit show shit show welcome back to shit show saturday sits all saturday folks how are we doing Today's episode is a recording from a recent shit show support group. This is my online community for adult children of dysfunctional families where we put the fun in dysfunctional. Now, if you were looking for a place to feel seen, heard, and understood like never before, then look no further than the shit show. If you are looking for a place where you can get real-time support and feedback from those who know exactly how you feel, then look Look no further than the shit show. If you are looking for a place where you can show up as your shit show self and be unconditionally loved, supported, and accepted, then look no further than a shit show. If you are looking for a place where you can find others who are committed to doing this difficult and at times extremely painful work of unshackling ourselves from the wounds of our past and becoming our true and best selves, then look no further than the shit show. If you are looking for a place where people embrace calling themselves recovering shit shows and enjoy cursing and can find the humor in this big old mess that we're dealing with here, then look no further than the shit show. See the link in the show notes to damn the join shit show. Come on, we're waiting for you. We are waiting for you, damn the join shit show. Also, please give me a little follow on the Insta, on the TikTok, at Adult Child Pod. And last but not least, and as always, give me a damn five-star rating on Apple, on Spotify. Thank you. Love you all. They say that I should damn the join shit show. They say that that's where people go to heal. They say that I'll feel seen and heard like I have never felt before. So I'm going to damn the joint right now. I'm going to pull a little switcheroo. I know that I posted the... uh the reading about the other laundry list, which I'm sure Leslie was like fucking pumped about. <laughs> Leslie loves the other one. If you want to share about it, feel free. It's just, I'll just be honest. When I was like looking at the list myself, I really didn't feel like I had like a heartfelt share about it. So I want to read um, today's reading, the um, strengthening my recovery, which is on gratitude. The ACA program has brought me the miracle of life um, I am able to experience compassion, forgiveness, love, and gratitude, the emotions that make my life worth living. Mm. Uh, before ACA, many of us were so mired in our dysfunction that if someone asked how we felt, we usually just said fine. We probably, fine meaning fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. We probably didn't know even know how to describe our feelings since many of us couldn't think of more than a few of any, a few anyway. This was the result of uh, consistently stuffing them in our childhood and adult lives. In ACA, we learned to change our thoughts uh, to gradually free ourselves from the things that are wearing, weighing us down. We see the sky is often a beautiful blue. It's not always cloudy. We start to see so many more possibilities for ourselves and about the way we truly want to live our lives. We find that it's possible to have compassion for others in a way that doesn't mean 
we want or need to fix them. We understand that we all have struggles. We offer help where we can with no strings attached. Instead of carrying resentments, we learn forgiveness. We begin to release any bitterness and anger. Instead of being a victim and feeling as if we don't have enough, we learn to have gratitude for what we have and for our potential. We find the miracles. On this day, I will remember the emotional gifts this program has given me. And with gratitude, I promise to continue to open myself up to life's possibilities through ACA. So grateful for all of you guys. And um, I wish that I could just be on a meeting with you guys 24-7. Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, I feel like I just remember getting getting off on Tuesday and just how I feel so grateful, like soaking it in, all of that. And it's amazing how quickly that can kind of, you know, go away. Um, I want to share really quickly. I shared this in the loving parent group on Monday, but um, I don't think I shared it on Tuesday that I took my inner child out on like a belated birthday date. I got taco, we got tacos and I bought her a gift. Um, I don't know if I shared it in the, I don't think I did on Tuesday, but so I got her this Barbie um, it's like a supermarket Barbie thing. And the story behind that is that I, um, well, I love Barbies. I loved Barbies as a kid, except for like, what about only children? Like when you play Barbies by yourself, it starts off so fun. And then you finally get to the point where you're like, I'm playing fucking Barbies by myself, you know? And then it just gets really boring. And I remember being like kind of older, maybe like, I don't know, at the age where it was kind of, you know, maybe you don't play with Barbies anymore. And one of my friends asked me to play and I was like, Fuck yes. Um, so that was that seemed that would have seemed really fucking corny to me like a couple years ago. So um that was yeah, that's big progress for me. So obviously I've you guys know that I've been just kind of going through a hard time and I just had more kind of stuff come up over the weekend, like related to birthday and was just like in a very triggered base. And I want to share this because I think it's really important for me to share this. Um, just as a, um, like a warning or just to whatever, but, um, so I know Shelly's doing work with him, like Terry Bransky, the IFS guy, he's fucking amazing. I absolutely love him. I'm going to have him back on the podcast, but I did an IFS session with Tuesday and it's like, I should have known better again. It was a very similar circumstance. So what I went through back in April, where like, I'm not in a place where like, I really should be going like into heavy, 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 heavy trauma. And I really spiraled out yesterday, like really, really badly. Um, it was one of the toughest days I've had in a, a really fucking long time talking to my regular therapist about it today. Like, I didn't even think about it. Like, I didn't even think, oh, maybe maybe this isn't like the best timing for this. It actually seemed like perfect timing to be quite honest. And so, yeah, I just think that we have to be um, really mindful of that. And especially if you have a therapist who maybe run it by if you're going to do work with somebody else, which I didn't do that before. But I'm so grateful because I would not have made it through that if I didn't have the support of people that are in this community that just like stay on the phone with me until I can like, you know, get through it get to the other side and uh, be talking to somebody on the other end who understands it, who's felt that it's just such a different feeling to when I would talk to friends in the past that maybe were in AA, but they didn't understand like what it's like to go through an emotional flashback. And it almost makes you feel worse about it in a way because it's like, 
to them, it's like, what the fuck? Like, why can't you just snap out of it? Even when you're able to like, it's just so insane how I just continue to be blown away at just how powerful this stuff is. Where like, you know, in your head, it's if it's hysterical, it's historical. You know exactly what you're reacting to. You know exactly that it has everything like to do with the past, that whatever the situation is that you're envisioning is in the present, isn't actually what's going on. In spite of having that fucking knowledge, you still feel like you're going to die. Like you still feel like you're going to fucking die. And God, this is, this shit's rough. (laughs) This shit's really rough. And, um, I'm just so, I'm just so grateful to have that. I can come here and share this with all of you guys. And I know that there's like no judgment and, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful that I don't have to, I, I don't feel the need to to hide that, you know, yesterday was horrible. And um, again, like, do you guys realize how healed we would be if like we all lived in the same area and we could like do stuff with each other in person all the time? We would be so fucking good. We'd be (laughs) be leaps and bounds ahead if we could all just fucking drive over to each other's house. We're in the midst of this shit. So yeah, gratitude. So grateful for each and every one of you. So grateful for this community. So grateful to have the knowledge of what it is that I'm going through when I'm going through it. So the floor is open and feel free to talk about the other laundry list if since I just pulled a switcheroo with you guys. So the floor is open. Have at it, folks. Hello, everyone. I'm very grateful to be here. Um, Andrea, thank you for your share. Uh, What you said has given me the courage to um, to share. This is crazy stuff. It's and it's hard and it's awful. Um, I'm grateful that I was able to share about the experience. I was talking about my my brother who's disabled and how his disability came about. And a couple of things came out of that is I realized that I was seeing myself as now when I talked about the shame I felt about scratching him. I was four years old. And when I share details just come back. And I remember my mother, she was so sick. She would just stay in bed all day and she would lay, I would stand in the door where she was sleeping and she always laid with her face to the wall. So the only thing I saw was her back during that time. And the baby, Greg, was in the same room with my brother and I. So a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a newborn who, because the mother, his mother is so ill, he cries all the time. So the shame that I felt because it was the family lore, how Sanders scratched him because she's so evil. Um, it went away. It just, that burden, those secrets. I mean, it was just those, well, literally they were killing me. Okay, here's the blow my mind thing that happened. Okay, I, the last time I saw my brother was August. He's on SSI and his caregiver called me to say that they finally, after more than eight months, got an appointment 
for a colonoscopy review or whatever the survey, just the routine test that it was today and that it they couldn't go forward because I had to sign in person for the procedure. What? And then it was raining like hell today. And I have a 10 year old car that has 16,000 miles on it. So that tells you how much I drive. So I'm driving in this raging rain. I have to go 30 miles. I get there and I'm not drained and dead from just pure anxiety and fear. When I saw him, now that I'm, I've processed it, I was always so afraid of him. I was afraid that I would hurt him more than I hurt him when he was a baby. That's how messed up this all this child abuse stuff that we've been through how it just is so wicked and i felt i hugged him and i kissed him and i felt his warmth and it was seeing him in that waiting room it it was the it's like the universe it's god gave me a confirmation and said you're okay it's going to be okay this is incredible. And I live in this space now where I'm shocked. I'm still shocked at the stuff that I've, I've gone through. I, I think the, it's kept me alive, my brain shutting all this stuff out. It's really kept me, uh, kept me alive. When, when I was 13, my mother, got drunk. I remember this happening only one time. My mother got drunk and she got in bed with me and she said, move over. And she got in bed with me. And I I always remember that. And so since I've been doing this work in this community, I remember that she did that a lot. She would come in in the middle of the night and get in my bed. This is the piece that came together since I shared here Tuesday. She got in my bed to protect me from my father because I complained that I would wake up at night and he was standing in the door in his boxer shorts. Now, I am grateful that I am not feeling totally sick and in shock. I am grateful that I'm healing and I'm putting the puzzle together. And the more of the puzzle I put together, I realize what happened to me and the damage, because I always took it as my fault, that somehow um, I, I, I was culpable. And it just, every day is better and better, but the stuff is harder and harder and harder. You know, the work I'm doing, I can meet that hardness. I can meet it now without wanting to destroy myself. This is a good place to be. This is a good place to be. And Andrea, your shares, I mean, I, I, I could, we all could compare to AA meetings or to ACA meetings. This is, this is miraculous magic stuff that happens with us. Mr. Andrew, I'll share with you. You, when you shared about your flinching, I was in another world the rest of the day because I flinch like that. 
but I don't have any memory of being beaten. You opened a door, a portal, and it's healing. It's not, you didn't open a door of pain. You opened a door and I saw the light that you brought when you were vulnerable and courageous enough to share. And I'm grateful to you. And I'm grateful. And, and you know what? I'm exuberant. I don't care. I don't have to hide that shit anymore. I'm exuberant. I, it's it's been it's been glorious. It's I didn't know life could be like this. I didn't know I could spend a day where I didn't wake up and weep because I was still alive. Where I'm afraid of absolutely everything. Oh my God, life is good. There's a good part of life, guys. There is a beautiful and 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 the spiritual is necessary, not religion for me personally, the spiritual, because I am connecting with the greater part of myself, that beautiful part of myself that survived all that trauma. That's what I'm unveiling now. I am grateful, I'm blessed. I love you all, love you. Um, gratitude, right? In the last two or three years, I've, you know, I've always had gratitude towards other people gratitude towards the things that i have roof over my head food in my belly and that gratitude for me was always shown towards other people i always gave it to other people that gratitude towards them um i never had it for myself just only a few years ago is when i really started having that gratitude towards myself of um of actually feeling these feelings uh and not always numbing out and avoiding oh man i can avoid like no other um just don't look at it it goes away and sweep it under the rug is what my parents used to say and don't speak about it that gratitude that i have has been a mirror lately that mirror is I know that I've come a long way in all this healing and the shit that I've been dealing with. And it's, it's paying, it's paying off even, even today. Um, my wife has been sick since Sunday. She's lost five pounds. Can't keep anything down. And I uh, reached out to a friend of ours and she has a friend who comes to your house, sets up an IV bag, and throws fluid in you, gets gets you back hydrated. And um, I'm gratitude. That gratitude is that I'm able to ask for help from others. If I can ask a little bit of help from friends, from people on this Zoom group. And in this community, it makes it a little bit easier. And Andrew, you said, yeah, we all would like to live together or live at least within a 30-minute drive from each other. That'd be awesome. I'm not saying in the same bloody neighborhood, but I'm just saying in the same 30-minute drive. And we're all like, hey, this would be cool. But there's so many different types of, yeah, let's make a tiny home village. You have Michelle. Uh, you find the land and uh, 
with all of our knowledge and people, we could probably build this place. But that gratitude is asking for help. And if we can ask a little bit of help from each other, and then it becomes to acceptance of that help. If you can accept that help, telling you what, for me, (laughs) it's going real well. So much love to you guys. Thank you. Thank you all so much for this. Um, I just wanted to share with you that I got a glimpse of like freedom and joy today. Something stressful happened to my ex and he went ahead and blamed it on me. And he went ahead and told my kids that it was my fault. And the way my children are is uh, they feel like they've each taken the side of a parent which I'm really, really trying to um, discourage. It usually takes a lot when they tell me something that their dad has said to kind of keep it together and focus on them and focus on their feelings. And I, I asked them not to fight each other. I said, I, I don't, I just really don't want you guys taking out your trauma and your whole childhood out on each other. You should be mad at me. You could say, instead of yelling at your sibling, you could say, hey mom, you really didn't do anything. And my child looked at me and she said, you didn't do anything. And for the first time, since anything like that has come up, I didn't feel any toxic shame. I said, yes, yes, I know. And you have every right to be angry. And anger is safe here. You have a right to be angry. We have a right to talk about it. And it's okay if you're angry. And you guys had different experiences. And they're both valid. And we're not going to invalidate the other's experience and their emotions. So, I mean, that was the general gist of it. But I just felt, I was just amazed. I felt like... The realization that I was parenting my children and my inner child all at the same time. And I was not beating myself up about it. Um, And I was able to be present in the moment and it felt very free. And typically when something goes wrong for my ex, I'm still scared because like I felt like I needed to take care of his emotions too. And for once, I was like, kind of like, let him go. I was like, he is an adult. He will handle this however he will handle this. And I told the kids that, I mean, I, I pretty much told them that too. I was like, you know, he he is capable. He is absolutely capable of taking care of this. I didn't get defensive. I didn't feel defensive. Like I knew my truth. I just took the kids out of it. And it's it's just been really really amazing i felt so free today and i really appreciate you guys i couldn't wait to share that with you all so this topic reminds me of scarcity that we live in a world that you know we're all fighting one another trying to gain more and do more and try to climb these invisible ladders and get more money and do more things but the reality of it is is the world is full of abundance and so Changing the simple mindset of like, when you look out the window and you see nature and the birds, 
and the glimmer of the sun, you know, shining on a hawk's wing as it flies through the air, you start to realize that you're not alone and you are connected to every living being in this creation. And so like the rhythms of our heartbeat and our breath and who we are as intrinsic human beings, that all the space in between us, if you subtract it, that all matter is really connected. And so we're never alone. And so that is just so much to be grateful for. Because I spent a lifetime in shame and isolation and solitude and beating the shit out of myself. And all I was doing was causing, you know, whether it's parts work with IFS lens or the lens of inner child work, these parts inside of me, more shame and more isolation. And it's really hard to, to have gratitude in that space. And gratitude has to be cultivated, right? It doesn't just appear one day magically. And so it's like running inside a burning building in order to save people. Like we all have a heart in order to do that or to help animals that are injured. But we do not help ourselves in that. But the reality of it is, is like inside of us are are burning victims that need to be rescued. And so the more I turn inward in myself and ask my body what it needs in the moment, really being in the moment, and that's been really hard for me to be embodied, to come back in my body and not be disassociated and be in tune with how my body feels, I can take care of my body and really listen to it. Because it's really telling me the truth of what I need in the moment, whether I need to walk or just sit down. Maybe I need to sit in the dark for a while and be with my thoughts and my heart. The more I can do that, the more I can connect with other people and have an open heart and bloom. The more that happens, the more the world heals. And that's something to truly be grateful for. And I'm thankful for all of you for showing up and being here because we are part of the movement. Thank you. So um, I'm going to share on gratitude because my experience with gratitude is that I used gratitude for a long time. I'm I do believe that there's always something to be grateful for if I look for it. I think it's a lot about my perception. However, from my experience, I can identify and relate a lot to what Leslie said because I used gratitude as a drug in many ways to push away feelings that I had. So I have to be careful when it comes to gratitude because I never had, I never understood the concept of the gray area, like everything's either good or bad, right? So if something terrible happened, instead of just feeling whatever it was that was terrible and like letting that, you know, go through those feelings, I would take gratitude because somebody told me I should be gratitude. I have to have gratitude and find gratitude. And I would, I would take whatever was happening and I would sort of push it away by looking for something to be grateful for. And it's a wonderful concept if there's balance, but for someone like me, like balance isn't one of my strong points. So I think when it comes to me and gratitude, first of all, I have to tell myself that it's okay if today I'm not particularly grateful and that's okay. Like I'm not gonna shame myself because I'm feeling some sort of way today. In addition, 
whatever happens that may not be something that I feel particularly grateful about, it's okay for me to feel that feeling and not right away rush to, okay, well, this happened, but I have this. And, you know, again, I think it comes to understanding that things can be good and bad at the same time, you know, like understanding everything is in black and white. But, um, you know, my experience was like, I used it in a negative way, sort of like that toxic positivity. I used it in a way that wasn't beneficial for me. So I'm learning to look at gratitude from a different uh, angle today. Thanks. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.